Welcome to the Highlight Zone Podcast. I'm Reese Van Haften. The high school basketball season continues to march along. The Medford Raiders are the cream of the crop in the Great Northern Conference in boys' hoops. They might even be one of the best teams in the entire state. The Raiders just took care of business against Toma and are undefeated on the season. I talked to their star player, Peyton Kuhn, and their head coach, Ryan Brown. I hope Coach Brown doesn't get mad at me for sharing this, but he sent me an email after the interview saying this is one of the most fun interviews he has ever had. With that being said, let's get right to it. Here is head coach Ryan Brown and his star player, Peyton Kuhn. Nice beard. Holy cow. I've been working on it for months. That is amazing. Did you have that last year? Um, not like this. It's kind of been a COVID thing. Okay, I got you. I was like, I don't remember it flowing when I was at Everest last year when you guys played them. I guess so far this year, you guys, uh, the first question I have is undefeated and you're not ranked. What the heck? My thing is I don't really care about rankings. <laughs> um, you know, our goal every single day is just to get 1% better. And, and I, they hear it every day, don't you? Yeah. Um, it's something we talk about is all we can do is control who we are as a team. And records don't always say everything. But if you're getting better and you're your best self at the end of the year, uh, you're going to be hard to beat. And, I mean, it would be fun to get recognition with things like that. You know, I think the kids look at that more than coaches do. But I also recognize there's there's some a lot of talent in the state and a lot of really good schools, um, you know, that, that we don't always get the opportunity to play. And that's why this year we're trying to go out and play some of those schools from different areas and show that we can play with those, you know, kind of the south and the, the east side of the state. Peyton, I'm going to ask you. You guys beat Toma, and as a player, you want to see you want to see a, your name, a number next to your name. Coach Brown isn't going to answer this at all. He's the coach. He's going to give coach speak. But Peyton, for you, when you're not in the top ten and you beat the number eight team, who's still ranked, I might add, how frustrating is that? Yeah. Uh, well, we've all the players have kind of talked about that, and we're like, you know, we want to be ranked, and uh, we're waiting for it. But we know that in the end, it doesn't matter. We'll just keep playing, you know, and hopefully we'll get there and whatever happens, happens. What makes you guys so successful this year? I know obviously last year you won the GNC, everything clicked, uh, but you weren't as successful as you were this year. Let's be honest. This year is you went from here to here. You took a step up. You took a ring. You went up a ring on the ladder. What's made you guys so successful? I would say uh, just working as a team and coming in every day to practice to get better. And uh, we really go hard on our defense. That's what we live on. So if we're going to play good defense, even if we're not shooting good, there's still going to be a good turnout and we have a better chance to win games even if we're not playing the best on offense. Coach Brown, what do you think about uh, the team this year and what, what's made them so successful? Yeah, I mean, I think it's something I've learned as a coach. You're never sure where a team's going to be. So I remember the first year we won the GNC in 16-17. I thought we had a good team. But we were 10 and 12 when that, those kids were juniors. And I, did, I thought we had some talent. I didn't know what kind of jump they would make. And we've got a lot of kind of late bloomer. We're not super tall. But we got kids that love basketball and work really, really hard. And, and they play mul multiple sports. And so you see their bodies just change over time. And they get stronger and they get faster. And, and they really dedicate themselves to what we do. And so I saw that jump in 16, 17. I saw that jump with our seniors last year. I don't know, though, as a coach for my, myself that I've seen a team make this jump, like where they go in a game and they just want to physically dominate the other team. I think that's maybe the biggest thing is we, we may not be really tall. We're taller than we've been, you know, but everybody's around the six foot, six one, six two, but they are strong. 
and they want to attack the rebounds. They want to attack the team that they're playing against on defense. And so I think that's led to our success and being able to play with bigger teams from other areas and really throw them a little bit off of their game. You know, Oklahoma is a really good shooting team. Xavier, we played last night, really good shooting teams. I think, you know, we really held them in check from the three-point line, partially because of just how we play and try to wear teams down. And I was just going to ask you, what style of play do you like to have, Coach Brown? I heard a coach say this once, but you need a coach to, to your personality. We, we do like to push the ball in transition. We like to play fast. You know, this year we have the luxury of we let any player bring the ball up, you know, so we don't need to outlet it or anything. We just go. Um, but then we like to change channels. And, and when we can't score early, we talk about changing channels and getting into our 5-0 motion and really trying to screen and cut hard to get great shots. And then our defensive end is we want, we want to play 84 feet. So we want to pressure the basketball. We want to wear teams down. We want to push the ball to the sideline. And we work really hard at our rotations uh, once the ball does go hard to the baseline. And, and I think, you know, we come from an area that – or just a state in general that everyone loves Wisconsin basketball. So a lot of teams play in the gaps. And, and we play a different way. We really push you to the sideline, and I think that's an advantage for us. Peyton, he's talking about pressing, and he's talking about running, and all this stuff. And all I'm thinking over here is – these dudes have to run every practice, don't they? They just have to run, and they have to run, and then there's suicides, and then there's more running after that. And So, Peyton, what are practices like, and how do you get yourself prepared for a game where you're pressing, and you're running, and you're running, and you're running? Yeah, we just come in. We're ready to get better, and Coach has us uh, really work hard on that. Uh, defense is the biggest thing, so we do a lot of drills on that, breaking it down, and uh, – yeah, I mean, we get most of our conditioning through all our drills and stuff. We do go hard and that stuff. But, um, yeah, I would agree with him. I think the pace that we play at is definitely a style I like more. Uh, we play teams that run slow offense and they'll amp it up. So, like, I would have to agree that it's it's much more fun to get going. And yeah, it gets Peyton lots of shots. He likes yeah. that part. <laughs> yeah, I like that part too. Well, hey, your coach brought it up, Peyton. I was going to ask you, you're, you're one of the best scorers in the area right now. Uh, GNC, I can't say this. You were almost the News Channel 7 All-Star last year. I know Coach Brown probably feels you got snubbed there. Uh, chances are I have a good feeling about this year, though. Uh, but uh, what, what makes you so successful? I know we talked about the team, but what makes you stand out on the court? Well, I've been working hard all four years, and um, – I've had a lot of uh, help with coaching and the players that I've had on my team for the four years, ever since I was a freshman. And, um, yeah, just getting in the gym and working on my shot and uh, coming to practice ready to get better. So. And I guess uh, Coach Ryan Brown, what uh, does he bring to the table from a coach's perspective? Well, I think he's matured a lot since he was a freshman. You know, we needed him as a freshman uh, to come in and play point guard for us because we just didn't have the depth of talent at the time. Um, and then he's kind of moved to more like our shooting guard. But you go through those growing pains, and that's what people don't always realize or see, but we've had growing pains with this group. I've had them all since they're sophomores, and, and they are super competitive, which is part of what makes them so good. But it also creates some issues, too, in practice, and they get on each other, and they get at it. And, and it's a good thing, but it's always trying to learn how to rein in those emotions and, and play under control, but play with that same competitiveness. And, and Peyton's a competitor, and he's worked to add something different to his game every year, and he's done it on the defensive end. And, you know, in the past, 
you know, we've always had a guy that kind of guards maybe the other team's best wing or, or scoring player. And, and in this year, Payton's had that added to his role because of how good he does in positioning and things like that. I think his willingness to continue to get better, and I think as he's learned and matured to take correction from me and his coaches and, and realize we're only trying to help him improve as a leader and as a player, I think we've just seen his game kind of go through the roof, you know, from year to year. Peyton, what clicked in that? I, I know as a player and as a teenager, sometimes whatever coach says, it doesn't matter. It's not important. It's not that big of a deal. When in reality, the the way you win games is listening to your coach, who, let's be honest, has been pretty successful at Medford so far. So what when when did that dial turn and finally click? And uh, how did you get in that mindset? Like how it clicked that we started winning or what? Yeah, and, and how for you, what, what, what point did you realize Coach Brown knows what he's talking about? Yeah. Well, I just remember even when I was in middle school, eighth grade, watching that 16-17 group and uh, the games that I would go to were packed and the speed and just how everyone was excited. And I, I loved that. And then coming in, you know, and we, we've always been a pretty good team. And uh, seeing that way in the style we run in the offense and our screening and constantly moving and then on the defensive end um, just giving it everything and um, making another team speed up has definitely worked and uh, gets us a chance to easily win the game or if we're down the, the defense can get us right back in it and get us up. And I think for Peyton just you know there's been years where it's just been me as the coach and I don't have an assistant and so I'm on them and I'm on them all the time and that can wear you down as a younger player. But we've, we've had the luxury this year too of having a good assistant coach, Coach Bo. And, and so there's, there's that person that I might be on one and then he can kind of go back and talk to a player and build them up a little bit. And we can kind of go work as a team that way. And, and he can just kind of credit me too on certain things about, okay, coach, he's, what he's telling you is true, you know? And sometimes players just need to hear another perspective. I hear that all the time with, players dads like hey will you just tell my son to hold his follow-through or this or that because I tell him he tells me I'm, I'm you know I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about but if you tell him you'll listen so I think just having other coaches around has helped these seniors to realize that you know not just hear it from me every day but here's what our ultimate goals are and here's what we're trying to do to make you a really good player and so so that's helped a lot too when I obviously asked when you the dial turned and you realized that coach Brown knew what he was doing but when this season did you guys know this is a real team like this is a team that has state title aspirations I think it starts right away um coming into practice we I knew right away we had a good group of guys uh, I've been playing with uh four of these guys um since we were little and we have a tight relationship and we've always been pretty good and then adding Logan Baumgartner and Joey Sullivan to the just helps us a lot and um the first game I didn't play Everest and they they took care of business and I knew that they uh, we got a good solid team and then going forward as we kept winning and winning and beating some good teams and I knew that we got a strong team I don't know if I'll ever be there till the end of the season like I I love the process and I love seeing us improve I mean I think these guys are pretty good but I still see so many things where they can get better and a lot of times I'll enjoy it most after the season's over. But the thing is, is, is I know what our goals are. And the second you take your, your eye off of that and you stop playing to the level you need to play at and practicing the level you need to practice at, someone's going to humble you. 
So I'm just trying to keep them humble and, and realize that, yeah, we have a, a good start, you know, and we can be proud of that. But we need to continue to, to get better each day because we know our goals are, are the conference and then our goals lead off to a really, really hard sectional that we're in. Maybe the toughest in Division Two with with teams getting back to play now with, you know, lacrosse central and on Alaska, who was, I think, preseason ranked four or three and River Falls who has two, six, nine players and a six, three player in their rank number, you know, two or three. So we know that we need to fight for everything and we need to improve every day because if we're going to go play those teams and beat them in the playoffs, we need to be, you know, playing at our very best. Hey, Peyton, you know what I notice? When it's opposing teams, he rattles off their rankings. But when it's you guys, they don't matter. I noticed that right away. I was like, oh, so now they matter when you're playing other teams, coach, huh? Now they matter, huh? They locker room. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just playing. But, uh, coach, what are some of those things that you need, feel like you need to improve on? You said there's, you still see things. What are those things? Well, I, I think we're getting close, but playing a full 36 minutes. Um, you know, last night was a perfect example. I thought Xavier is one of the best teams in the state at scoring the basketball. They always have been. I was looking at them. You know, our goal was to hold them around 55 points, which we didn't quite do. But they've, they've only scored less than 60 points, I think, three times in the last three years. And they just move the ball and move body so well that it's really hard to play good position defense. And I thought we did so well for the majority of that game. And we had a little spurt with about four minutes left where we gave up seven points real quick because we just lost that, you know, jump to the ball every time, communicate the screen every time. And outside of that, we were really good. And so just getting to the point where when we play the best teams, we need to do that for 36 minutes. You need to be on, you need to be talking, you need to be doing the little things that win games. You need to be boxing on the weak side every time. And then, uh, but, but we're close. We're close because we do everything really well most of the time. And then offensively, you know, the, the little things are just continuing to move the basketball, get to our set of points, and take great shots without turning it over. And so overall, I've been really happy with those things. And when we do those things, I'm confident in our team every time we walk in the gym because I know how competitive they are and I know how hard they play. So uh, it's something where I feel like we're really close, but it's just it's just continue to do those little things better every single day. Peyton, question for you about the GNC. Uh, it seems like as long as you guys play your best, this is your conference to lose. Like you have, you're you're champions if you guys put it all together, as Coach Brown says. But you have some teams like Rhinelander and Mosinee who are not far behind. You guys blew out Rhinelander earlier. Yeah, I don't believe you played Mosinee yet. But I, I, asking you, who do you feel like is the team that you have to be on the lookout the most? The team that could probably trip you up. Mm -hmm. uh, I would still think that it would be Rhinelander. Um, they do have a lot of good players, uh, but I do think that uh, we can't look past Mosinee. Uh, we got to go in, just you know, playing our game, not thinking we're going to go in there and win. But uh, yeah, I'd say those two teams are definitely people to look out for. And if we uh, keep it up and keep getting better, and we go in there, we'll we'll do good. All right, and I'm going to ask you guys kind of a more fun question here because I'm looking at the roster, just trying to get myself an idea because I, I I've heard Baumgartner. Uh, he's he's a pretty good football player too, I believe. And then I've heard your name, Peyton. But then I'm looking, I'm like Brigham, Big Rig Kelly. What <laughs> what is, what <laughs> what the what? Like what's the story behind that Big Rig? 
Well, Brigham is one of our, our players, and I don't know, it's just always been his nickname, Big Rig, and same with, like, Chubbs Gooden. I mean, I just figure we're going to have fun with it. If, if Wisports wants us always putting everything in, <laughs> I'm going to put their nicknames in and have, have fun with it. So I should, I should put all their nicknames in. But <laughs> uh, So how did he get the Big Rig nickname? You know, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, they all it's... got nicknames. <laughs> I mean, they do. Yeah, I think that was from when he was really little. Okay, what's your nickname, Peyton? Uh, depends. Coach Brown always says something about my hair being in my eyes. Yeah. But I can see that. He's got the Justin Bieber flow going on over here. Pretty boy, so. Pretty boy, yeah. You could be on TV, though, Peyton. Yeah. I call a lot of them sheepdog because they always got their hair in there and they're. So when I'm, when I'm mad at them or teasing at them, usually it's something about the hair being in their eyes why they couldn't see the guy screening them or whatever it was. If they lose the game, they all have to shave their heads, right? Exactly. <laughs> but then what happens if they win the state? Do they get to shave your beard then? Hey, if we get to that point, they can do whatever they want to this beard. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I guess uh, let's go back to the court. Uh, Peyton, what is the visualization you see? Uh, great athletes say they see one play ahead. So for you, what's the visualization for you? I'm just taking it one step at a time. We're going from uh, day to day. Uh, we're just trying to get our best, the best we can, and then uh, just move from game to game. And our end goal is obviously win conference and uh, hopefully regionals, and then go, go as far as we can in the playoffs. When Payton's on the floor, he sees how a score should see, which is he sees score, he sees shot, but he can quickly change the channel to that's not there, so I'm going to attack or make the pass or whatever. And I think I've seen him develop that a lot where as a sophomore he scored, but there was a lot of times maybe someone was open under the hoop when the help came or something like that, and, and he wouldn't see that. And I think now he's matured enough um, as a player and it's slowed down enough where he thinks score, but when another player is open, he can recognize that maybe, like you said, that one step ahead before the defense can rotate. I was going to ask Coach Brown because I talked to Coach Greg, and he was telling me Marissa doesn't shoot enough. So she's more of a passer, and he has to have her shoot more. For you, as, for you on the flip side, how, do you get, how did you get Peyton to visualize and see his teammates who are open over shooting a shot that necessarily isn't as open as his teammate? I don't know. I think just film. You know, we've put a lot of things on film. So, you know, if it's something where he attacked and then drove and then maybe let's say there was a charge or something, just showing him the open options on the film and just making him real. I talked to him, you know, we've talked about this this year, how he's going to be the focal point of a lot of defenses and he can help his team win um, by making some of those other plays for his teammates, you know, and as, as he opens up his teammates, now he's going to get that much more open again off of screens or cuts or drives or whatever it is. For sure. And, and Peyton, for you, what, asking about the dial again, are they clicking? What part, part of your brain finally got, oh, my teammate is open over there. Maybe I should kick it. You know, like what, 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 where did that come in? Yeah. Uh, like Coach is saying, most defenses are probably revolving around me or Logan, you know, scoring the ball. So uh, when I, my shot's not there and I start driving or whatever, uh, and they see, I see him closing on me, I know. And I know that my teammates will be where they're supposed to be yep. so I can trust them to kick it out to that spot or whatever. And I know that they'll knock down the shot as well. I just think that trust thing is so important. He said it just right. I mean, that's what I was thinking. He trusts his teammates. And then he, they also trust each other that 
those role players know when they should take a good shot. And let's say he kicks it and they make a good closeout. Well, they're going to continue to move the basketball until Peyton gets it back. You know, and Peyton also trusts our offense where we got a lot of counters in it where he might make the right play, which is a curl or a backdoor cut, um, even though he's not going to get a shot at top of the three, knowing, though, that we have counters built in where he's going to get a screen coming back out again for a possible shot. So uh, I think trust is a, is a great word for understanding and knowing where your teammates are and getting them involved. I asked Marissa this question, and she, she had no answer, Peyton. As a, as a basketball player, what's the most exciting part of the game for you? Draining a three, making an acrobatic layup, getting a steal, a behind-the-back assist. Like, what, what is the one play that every game that makes you feel that exuberant feeling, that excitement? Yeah, uh, I've, mine would probably be the three-pointer. I like to shoot the ball a lot. <laughs> uh, when I'm hot, that's, that's my favorite when I can hit a few in a row. But uh, I'd say the best feeling overall is just winning. I like to win. And uh, coming out with a win, whether I had a good game on the shooting end or not, it's, that's my favorite part is going out with the win. Just here watching this between you two, what's the relationship like between player and coach on your team? It seems like you guys all get along with Coach Brown pretty well. So what, what is the coach-player relationship like with, between the Medford staff and the Medford players? Coach has done a pretty good job. Uh, like ever since we were little, he'd come to our tournaments, our games talk to us and uh i know coach from church and all that stuff so i've known him for a long time but um yeah he's he definitely does a good job and we uh come back at him with a personal relationship uh, and we it's it's nice to have someone that's more than a coach coach brown i was going to ask you that too what are your feelings on your player coach relationship well i think that it's like a process i see all now as i've gotten a little farther into coaching where you know, you try to be with those kids in camps and contact days and you come to their, their winter tournaments and stuff like that and you get to know them a little bit and then they come in and there's like this, you know, as a sophomore, they probably think I'm a jerk, you know, because I'm on them. And, and you, you want them to be – if they don't do something, we're going we're gonna to get them each time. If they don't jump the ball, if they don't help, they, whatever. And so I think that it's probably kind of stressful. But we've been really fortunate now, even like with our young group this year, to have seniors that can come alongside. And Peyton did when he was younger to say, hey, we've all been through this. You know, like, it's kind of one, it builds a trust with me. Like, coach knows what he's talking about. But two, they can come alongside and help that person through that. And then by the time they're juniors and then when they're seniors, I think they get it. And then we can joke around a little more. They're almost always where they need to be. And it's more them helping out the younger guys where they need to be when I get at them. So, so we've kind of got this cool culture starting to build where by the time they're seniors uh we're much closer and they realize that i'm on them to help them improve and and i do hope that our program overall and we don't that we don't just say it just like we talk about the word relentless we don't just say that word i hope that's who we are as a team and it's what we do every day but i hope we do kind of build character and, and learn to love and serve one another in our program because we think those things are important and i hope that they understand that i can be on them or teasing them or whatever it is one minute and the next second have my arm around them, you know, um, if they're going through a hard time or if they've just, you know, played a great game. So hopefully all that leads to a good relationship. I'm thankful, you know, a lot of my former players, I love here, you know, around Christmas time or whatever, coming back, they're texting me or saying, Hey, can we come into practice or sending me little things after the game about our defense or whatever. So it's, it's kind of a cool part. It's why I love being a coach.
And what Brown, Coach Brown said, Peyton, brings up the question for you. You're a senior this year. What's the legacy you want to leave behind in Medford? Definitely that we're just a hardworking team and that we'll put everything into the game and uh, that we're winners. And even if we don't win, we're going to put our best effort in and uh, come back for the next one and uh, build up the, the younger guys and get them um, the best we can before we leave so that when they get older, they're ready to go as well. Well, guys, I appreciate it. And I, I, I always end the interview with this. Uh, what, is there anything else you would like to add that I didn't touch on in your life, basketball, whatever, that you want viewers to know about, listeners to know about that I didn't touch on? Because I don't always get to everything and sometimes things slip my mind. So I don't know. Coach Brown, you seem like a methodical thoughtful guy Peyton you seem like a scorer um <laughs> straight to the point straight shooter so if there's anything else you guys like to add go ahead and shoot your shot well I guess my biggest thing because I know there's there's probably other coaches that listen is is it's I'm thankful for these kids because they make it easy um because it's it's hard it's hard for my wife who's at home with three little ones I, it's 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 a sacrifice for our family but it's been such a blessing to coach here I just um I'm thankful God is good and he's given me great kids to coach here, kids that work super hard. I feel super blessed and, and it makes coming into the gym every day uh, a huge blessing. And, and it makes, you know, my wife willing to sacrifice knowing what it means to me and to these kids. So, so coaching is, is a great blessing and, I, and I'm just real thankful for these guys and, and all the kids that I get to coach. Anything else, Peyton, you'd like to add? I know he's the methodical thinker here, so. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, not much. Just, you know, basketball, we love it. And the team bonds that you make while in sports is just something great. And uh, it's it's a good time. And uh, masks suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, guys. I, I appreciate your time. And Coach Brown, you did win our Coach of the Year last year, but the world ended right when we were uh, about to hand out the awards. So we'll have to get that to you. We're planning on coming up for a game here in the near future. We're hoping you and the girls team kind of play in similar areas so we can swing by and get both. And we'll get you that award. We have a whole trophy that we hand out. We usually try to surpri surprise the coach with it, but uh, – you know, 2020. So hey, this is still a surprise. I appreciate it. <laughs> Coach Brown told me he gave his team a little break during the holidays. They return for their next game against Northland Pines on January 5th. As for our next episode, you'll hear from the Medford Raiders girls team. Look forward to that. That drops on Tuesday. <laughs>